1: First of all, I would just like to thank the fans for coming out. 50,000, 248. Uh, what an amazing turnout in support of this uh, football team. Unfortunately, we couldn't bring, bring home the win. That was a, a heck of a football team we played, and when you look at the numbers, uh, they beat us extremely thoroughly. Uh, they haven't lost in a long time, 20, 2017, I believe, and you can figure out why. A uh, complete win on their part. We do feel like uh, we have an opportunity to continue to grow as a football team. And even though as bad as it may look, I feel like that we're going to be, when it's all said and done, that we're going to be one of the teams that people are going to talk about in 2019. You know, we're going to grow as a team. We're going to grow at certain positions and certain things. We have to correct our mistakes. And once we correct our mistakes, we can move on. And then there's going to come to a point where we have a foundation. And once we have a foundation, we can build upon it. You know, I don't think it's all on the offensive line. I, I can tell you right now, there was two sacks on someone else, and I'm not going to say the name. And that person wasn't in the offensive line at all. So, again, there's, it's, not a, it's not a simple it's not a simple offense. It's a complex offense. And uh, everybody has to do their part. And it only takes one guy to break down offensively for something bad to happen. And then you want to pin it on one group of individuals. And that's really not the case. And it's, it's a big difference between an 18. You guys know that. An 18-year-old guy and a 21-year-old guy are two different animals. And uh, they're going against some big, strong cats in there. As, the, uh, as we move along, and somewhere like I said, between game four and six, those guys will settle down. And then once they do, you have them for a long time. And there's some young cats out there, except for the one side. There's some young cats. We're going to have them for a while. But it's just like the quarterback. we got to let them grow up out there. I'm just sad that we couldn't do more for the community. You know, they wanted the giant upset and all that kind of stuff, and we sure wanted to deliver for them. And the student body was fantastic, the band and, and the entire city support. So we're disappointed that we couldn't deliver, but uh, our guys will be back. Our guys will be ready to go.
0: Welcome to the Cuse Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
2: What's up, Qs Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, as always, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you the fans a voice. Well, at least we're the first. I think probably I'm just so used to saying that we're the first. How about that? Anyway, so welcome back. Thanks for tuning in, those of you who are. We appreciate it. Uh, We are going to go through. um, We are going to hear from you. You're going to hear from us first. Then we'll hear from you uh, in the fan feedback. In the forty-one to six loss to Clemson, um, <laughs> lots to say, Joe. Lots to say. We'll get into it. Here. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Right. I mean, you know. So yeah, that's um, good.
3: Now we got some instant reactions, and then we got some fan feedback from the uh, right. socials. So
2: yeah, and, yeah. And you know, we are going to try as much as we can to open these lines up. I got a couple of Facebook posts. I got an email. And um, maybe a DM, I think, on the phone line situation. We're gonna try to keep it consistent so you guys know when it, when it's coming. Uh, you know, we're gonna generally try to do this within a half hour after the game ends. Something yeah, like we
3: still got some kinks to work out. We so, got a
2: couple yeah. kinks to work out, and um, you we're know, doing the best we can. Yeah, like only one caller can call at a time. Uh, otherwise, another if. They can multiple colors yeah, can yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. but when it happens, it's get you get stepped on. People get stepped yeah, on. So unfortunately, yeah. so if you're one of the callers that got stepped on by another caller, we apologize. We got we got to figure it out, and we will. But hey, first before before we start uh, talking about all that stuff, um, we're gonna we're gonna start off with a little my bookie. Okay, we'll talk about the good folks over at my bookie. Now, if you have been picking games and picking winners without putting the money down, uh, you might want to think about. Heading over to my bookie, um, where right now they are doubling your first deposit. And you know, if you know what you're getting into with the whole online betting thing, and you know what to expect, and you know it's you you enjoy it, then then go ahead. If you don't know what it's about, you know, do a little bit of research. Maybe it's not it's not for everybody, so just check it out. Uh, but one thing is for sure, I wouldn't be telling about telling you about them if I didn't use them myself. I think they're the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season, bet with my bookie. And here's something, a little, a little monkey wrench thrown in the gears. You could also switch your bet after kickoff. If by the second half your bet looks like it might lose, you can always flip it to the other side. So if you're the kind of ga- guy or gal also that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay, if all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, The NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, as I mentioned, and my bookie will double that first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit mybookie.he today. You play, you win, and you get paid. All right. Joe.
4: Yes, sir. Well,
2: you know, it was – it was – Seventeen to six at the half. It looked great. Uh, the growing pains of a young offense, I think, were on full display against oh, yeah. against the number one team in the nation. I mean, it's expected. Uh, the offensive line woes were expected, as I thought. Uh, I mean, look, we got the smartest. We got the smartest listeners. In Cuse Nation. So uh, I think everybody, uh, I, I don't think anybody was really too surprised by um, some of the stuff that happened. I mean, the Orange ran the ball 42 times and they totaled 15 yards altogether. DeVito was sacked eight times. Um, and, you know, Joe, most of the time when he dropped back, I mean, it was open season. For the Tigers, Uh, he was on the run constantly. He has been sacked 14 times in the first three games this season. He finished the game against Clemson uh, 15 for 27 for 172 yards, zero touchdowns and an interception. Uh, The defense, I think, rebounded well from um, Maryland, the Maryland game. And, um, you know, it doesn't look like it on paper even. But, um, I mean, they gave the offense two very good opportunities inside the 10-yard line uh, while the game was still close
3: yeah and well that was that that was it man that, that's when yeah. when you play <clears throat> teams like I mean the toughest thing about Clemson is, is is that it's not like they they just score really really fast so yes
2: Precision you know if you're drives. if
3: you're gonna go three and out or you, you know we're gonna go in five six plays and it's only gonna be less than a minute or two minutes they're gonna get the ball I think their longest touchdown drive yesterday was three minutes 13 seconds so and then your offense is going to be right back out there. And if you keep going three and out, three and out, that was the problem in the first half. And I was worried about that, especially the first quarter, because it just looked like it was going to get ugly. And our defense stepped up, and uh, we started, you know, moving the ball a little bit. We got a couple field goals, uh, you know, stayed on the, the field so that our defense could get some rest. And then, you know, get to halftime, and we spoke. And obviously, you'd like to be ahead or whatever, but it could have been a lot worse after that first quarter. And we were still in striking distance. And then, you know, what happened was you were given an opportunity on a silver platter to get right back in the game and um, make the number one team in the country a little nervous when you get an interception, run it down into the red zone.
2: Oh, yeah, 41 yards For your like that, right?
3: For your, first, for your first, the very next play, DeVito throws an interception, oh, which Aaron passed, mistake. Uh, he's on the run all all day, so um what do you say
2: what do you stop right there what do you say about what do you what do you say about the social media mob uh talking about you know DeVito sucks and he's terrible let's put in let's put in clayton welch let's put in um rex culpepper
3: what do you think like i said i mean i think it comes down to just to eyes and I think sometimes um, it's a little bit different when you're watching the game and at home compared to being live. I did talk to some people that I knew and they're they're really upset about it. And I, I Two weeks in a row now where people that have actually been at the game live have sat there and talked about DeVito, but when you get to watch replays and you get to actually see the breakdown of the offensive line, most people aren't watching the offensive line and how they block the defensive line when you're watching the play. You're watching the ball, you're watching the quarterback, Um When you watch it on TV, you can see. You can see that they're doing different things. They're blitzing them. And you can see when the offensive line makes mistakes. And there is no quarterback um, fix until that line gets fixed. I don't think it's fair to judge any quarterback based upon the way that offensive line is playing right now.
2: DeVito, um, just really patient with those guys right now, I think. Uh, to say the least.
3: Uh, um, you don't have a choice. Oh, what are you know, going to do? I know, get but on it's... Your, Get on the, the hog molly's bad side, and then, <laughs> then it's open season. <laughs> Those guys got to be on... You it's know they pretty, got a beef there for, for you. You know. Sure, I mean, then,
2: in, in, it's kind of close to open season now. I mean, he's on the run constantly, on the run.
3: Right, but a lot of those times when you watch it on TV, you can see that they're just miscommunications. They're just they're not making the right the right pickups, the right calls. You, you can see yeah, it. Yeah, and
2: it takes just, one guy. We heard Coach Babers. It takes one yep. guy. One, yeah, it one, takes one, one guy
3: to be out of place or do the wrong thing on a play, and for that to be just bad. Tommy DeVito is on the run all day and to be perfectly honest with you, it would look the same if Clayton Welch, if Rex Pul- Culpepper, hell if Eric Dungy got out of the stands last night and went and put pads on and came out of the damn locker room at halftime, it still would have looked the same, same way. So
2: yeah, it would be and easier, you got to be able
3: to put up drives, you know, like I said, we got an interception, got it down into the red zone, had an opportunity. Then what a couple plays later they have a 90 or whatever yard touchdown, on the sideline, where that guy may, well, may or may not have stepped out of bounds. <laughs> what do you and- think?
2: Let's stop right there because I was going to bring this up. I got this on my notes. Uh, look to me. Uh, so I guess, I guess the controversy is that uh, part of the white line was missing, and it, because it was green, it doesn't count. Uh, was his heel up was that part of it when I mean, it's that
3: well when it's that close i guess their whole thing is is as long as you can see green all the way around then it's they're not going to call it out and that's really what it is now if it has to do with the way that the line was painted or whatever i mean it's, it's home tough, field though. so hey we gotta we gotta we gotta you eat gotta that. fix that it's our, our fault right <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
3: i think we gotta get some people some people on that uh that field crew someone needs some talking spray to paint.
2: yeah yeah Someone <laughs> needs some spray paint but
3: either way you get a big play like that then you get the ball back and then we get another interception you know where it looks like we're down and out again at 24 to 6 you get that other interception where you go down and Fourth and one, you get four plays to crack it in, can't do it. Now, when Trill Williams had it, I was almost like, if he doesn't score this, I don't know if we're going to get any, you know, and again, that happens. So you can only put so much on your defense for so long, especially when you're playing against the number one team. That's the one thing that people don't understand. We don't have the depth. We have the same amount of scholarships. We don't have the depth. So when you're playing fast-paced like that, and your defense is on the field so long, early.
2: Well, they just get worn down, man, by the end of the game. Exactly,
3: exactly. And then when when a defense actually realizes, okay, Um, They scored six points in three quarters, and now they're up to 24. You know, they just – you start losing. You're tired, and you start losing that faith as a defense, and I think that's happened now two weeks in a row. And um, it's just unfortunate because it seems to me like right now until those offensive line problems get shored up, uh, anybody with a decent defense is going to give us problems.
2: Yeah. And Uh, then our
3: defense is only going to be able to keep us in the game for so long. For so
2: long. The offense has to sustain drives, and they have to score points. Um, it's demoralizing yep. for a defense to be out there doing what they're doing for three quarters of the game. And you're not getting the points and you're you feel like you've been on the field the whole time. So, I mean, yeah.
3: well and you got to establish a running game, and there were some times yeah, there where yeah. it was pass, pass, pass. And then three and out. Yeah, uh, I thought four, we had a couple of runs we from ran the three yard
2: line. I mean, you got four runs from the three yard line. That, that may be.
3: Could no, I'm bid. not talking I'm just talking overall in just right, you yeah, know I mean. in in series establishing a run and allowing your defense to rest getting some first downs getting the defense on their heels like getting their defense tired I and mean, that think, all goes into it. So right. but it's just demoralizing when you even when we did have a good run, you know Neal or Abdul Adams had a couple of good runs where they get 4 or 5 yards second and five and then Devito gets sacked. Then we're back to 3 and third and 9 and it's just demoralizing it was just a it was tough and it was obvious that our offensive line is not ready definitely not ready to handle clemson oh, right now it don't look like it's ready to handle a power five defense so i guess next week against western michigan we're going to find out
2: yeah western michigan had uh, seven russian touchdowns in their last game so uh, yeah this weekend so. i saw, saw <laughs> that um you know i, I mentioned that uh it, the defense visually did their job, it, but on paper it just is. It, it was it was a little different. You wouldn't know by looking at just on paper because no, uh, but both it, teams ran won 70- the turnover battle. Yeah, both teams ran seventy-one plays. Uh, with Clemson racking up six hundred and twelve yards, and the Orange on the same you know on seventy-one plays racked up one hundred and eighty-seven yards. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, that's a huge, huge difference.
3: yeah well like i said i mean our defense they did give up big plays and that's what's going to happen when you play against clemson that's why you have to score with them that's why we knew we needed to score points with them but um you know i if 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 we keep this game close and actually sustain drives then they don't score 41 points and then you can get it a little bit reasonable uh yeah and that's that's realistically what we had to do and we had to take advantage of those situations i think our defense although we didn't get a sack i think we bottled up you know and and then you looked
2: popped him a couple times though
3: Oh, well, I think we bottled up ATN really well. And then, you know, again, it did allow for some uh, situations where the receivers um, had some big plays downfield. But, uh, I mean, we we got to him to to make him make some mistakes. He had to make throws quick. We did, you know, put pressure on Trevor Lawrence to have to make him make quick decisions. And I think that's where sometimes he made some mistakes. But, like I said... They kept us in the game. They played good enough to allow our offense, you know, our team to have a, a situation to come back and, and get back in that game. And they just did not take advantage of it. But again, that's what makes Clemson Clemson. I mean, everyone, we have to realize Clemson is number one for a reason.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're – I mean, at, at
3: minimum, they're probably going to play in the national championship or, you know, you can say you can make the college football, you know, so –
2: yeah, at the very minimum, I guess they make the This playoffs, isn't every right? team. Right, no, absolutely. So, um, and by the way, it doesn't get any easier next year playing Clemson. I mean, you've got, uh, according to 247 Sports, Clemson has the number one rated recruiting class for for 2020, and oh, yeah. 13 of the 20 verbal commits are rated among the top 10 players nationally in their respective positions. So, yeah. Um, that's
3: that's <laughs> what that's what those type of teams do. Yes. We're not there. No, we're, we're not. not there. No, like
2: right. And and Dabo's got it. He's got he's you gotta hand it to the team, Well, you gotta mainly really you gotta hand it to Dabo for what he's building over there at Clemson and
3: no, what he's yeah. built. I think he's yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean well, he's he's there. Yeah, it's built. Yeah. He's right. just add. he's he's, he's making additions. Yeah, to it.
2: Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, he's just uh he's expanding it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, Syracuse, uh, you know, two takeaways, two interceptions, and that'll keep you know that'll keep the streak alive for the 17th straight game. It's the third longest active streak in Division One football. So, I mean, yeah. if you got to take no, it, what did we talked
3: about, we talked about wanting it to be competitive, especially going into halftime, and then what I said, I just wanted them to have a chance to win going into the fourth quarter, and I didn't necessarily get my my wish but, of, of but if it's and buts are candy
2: and nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas. But they well, capitalize on those two turnovers inside the red zone, and we've got ourselves. Then we a game.
3: probably do absolutely. So then so. you have to you have to capitalize when you play number one. And sometimes when you play number one, they don't even give you that. They don't even you know they don't even show you that. You don't even get that chance. And we had that chance. I, and
2: I have to just echo the sentiments of Dino when he said, you know, he just hated it for for all of us. For all of us the fans watching for all of you who showed up there and made that the third largest crowd in history and they wanted to deliver. And I think, you know, I think his heart's in the right place there by saying, you know, he just hates it for all of you and, and, and all of us as fans. And, you know, it's number one. <laughs> They're number one yeah. for a reason. Okay. we're, we're and Like Joe said, uh, we're not there, but, uh, how about, Hoff Richter, though? How about <laughs> Hoff Richter, though? How
3: about Richter, though? Richter? yeah.
2: Dude, I mean, I mean, stud. I, I I'm, I'm he's a stud, right? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. He had uh, six punts for at least fifty yards, uh, a long of sixty five. He averaged fifty two point two. Three of, uh, I think it was three of the nine punts, ended up inside the twenty yard line, and five resulted in fair catches, and only two were returned. So, um,
3: dude, and he had a tackle that looked like he almost saved the kickoff return.
2: Yeah. And they totaled on kickoffs, they totaled three yards on kickoff yep. returns. So, or on, you know, punt returns. So, anyways, um, hats off to him. Hey, you got to give, I mean, we're giving a punter a shout out because it needs to be done. I guess that's what we take away from this. I don't know what to hey, say. Hey, man, so, special teams are not.
3: I'm just saying, I wouldn't, I would love a game where we didn't have to punt, but. But you know, every, we got a Every team, every team needs one, and if you're gonna have something, you, you might as well have a want, good one. You right? want
2: one like that, exactly. <laughs> so, um, do you want to do a, do you want to do a little bit of social media and then, then take some calls? You got anything to add?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: can hit that up.
2: All right, well, let's do it.
0: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house, the best damn college sports fans in the nation.
2: That's right, showing up, over 50,000 of you Showing up, packing the dome. It's time to hear from you Um, Now, we're going to do all that But I've got to talk to you about uh, Blue Chew Time to hear from the good folks over at Blue Chew Now, uh, you know 75% of our audience is males And the other 25 are probably cringing right now But if you want to increase your performance And get the extra confidence in bed This is the deal for you bluechew.com it's blue like the color bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know it works uh, you can take them anytime day or night on a full or empty stomach and since they're chewable they work twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises if you if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts bluechew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance most guys talk a good game but bluechew helps you follow through Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, none of that awkwardness like me reading this ad. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew uh, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code ARMCHAIR. Uh, just pay the five dollars shipping and six pills for five bucks again. That's bluechu. dot com. Use the promo code armchair to try it for free. Bluechu is better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for supporting the podcast. And remember, they promise no guaranteed results, and it does not cure any disease, folks. Okay, don't be silly. Um, right now, go to my bookie. They will double your deposit, your first deposit. Use the promo code Chair to activate that offer. That's promo code Chair, C H A I R. Visit myboogie.ag today. Get your first deposit doubled by them. On them, you play, you win, you get paid. All right. So let's uh, let's start with some let's start with some social media doings. Let's see what I got. So uh, we're going to take calls. So we'll just do a couple of these. Um, oh, you know what? I wanted to do more than this, but let's start with this. At Well, I said that we'd do the one with the most likes. That one automatically gets in, right? Well, the one with the most likes I retweeted, so I'm not sure if it's fair. So we're going to do this one. Uh, At Jason R. Money. Missed opportunities inside the red zone. Sloppy tackling. Dumb penalties. We had a shot to keep the game close but didn't capitalize. Joe, we just talked about it. Dumb penalties yep. too, right? I mean, um, just some un- untimely uh, I yeah. think might be a good word too for that yes. with the penalties. So, yes. um it is what it is. At the big E underscore 228, he said, I said, 51-13 Clemson. I was close. So many missed opportunities. DeVito just isn't ready. Hopefully Holy Cross and Directional Michigan, I like that, will be good uh, confidence builders. So, yeah, we got Directional Michigan coming up. Um,
3: Directional Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a bad team. No, so
2: they're not a bad team.
3: And The Mac, Mac beats Power 5 teams all the time if you sleep on him so
2: yeah and you know it's something to uh Tim lester definitely... coming
3: back to the dome um yeah and i mean we beat them last year so
2: and it wasn't yeah you know
3: well i just don't know man i just like i said i mean there was and we were part of that last year too but this was the guy that we were all ta- we were all telling we were all saying put him in over dungy and now it's like you know and it's like at, at any sign of anything going bad, all of a sudden, it's blame quarterback, insert next guy here when we have no idea.
2: That's, well, isn't way. that the train of thought for a fan, though? I mean, most of the time— But there's, um,
3: there's reasons. Like, if you have an awful offensive line, it doesn't matter who you put back there. Uh,
2: absolutely. But, but see, here's the difference when you look at that. Just to play devil's advocate, this is not— Oh, just, yeah, 100%. I'm just, say, I'm just saying.
3: Here's I do it all the, the time.
2: Here's the difference. Uh, Dungy could make more out of those plays. Obviously, I think that would be the point of that. I mean, we brought it up right. earlier, and that right. he would be on the run. Absolutely, he would be on the run. But right. he would make things. I think he, his ability to make things happen. Obviously, uh, Tommy's not there yet uh, to to have that
3: ability. And
2: you know, you got. It's, and it's, it's sometimes two guys. you
3: need again. He's a pro. He's a pro style quarterback. He wants to sit in the pocket, protect it, and make these throws. And he can't do that. He just so. not. He,
2: yeah, he. That's his style. In right. That's you, his
3: style. It's not Dungy first read or things break down. Now just go ad lib. And, you know, there's see a hole. And there's I
5: mean, would just
3: you see and you see quarterbacks like that all the time. I mean, how many quarterbacks you see all the time that are like that, that go to the NFL, or that, get drafted that? and try to get tra- converted over to another another position? You know, when you're in yeah. when college, fo- when you're in college football, you know, that dual threat, you can you can be a good football player in college football but a lot of times it doesn't really work out in the NFL or they try to switch positions or something like that so it can help but Tommy DeVito is not that guy so this kind of line or maybe what we were last year maybe you know Dungy made them look a lot better than what they could have been but again we oh, lost think three so. guys as well look there was we like, lost three guys as well though, yeah I know
2: too, so. there was like there was there was someone on Facebook Mark from Facebook he said in a, on another post, unrelated but to what you said, is that basically a paraphrasing here is that Dungy's play hit a lot of the sins that that are being exposed now. Right and it's that's that's your difference so we're right
3: and now you have a guy that's a pro style quarterback that that that's not his game and we don't have that line to protect him right. not against the talent of the last two teams that we've played that's for sure now i i i've seen growth and i feel like he's played better the last two games than he did in liberty to be perfectly honest with you yeah, so, I agree. Well, I mean, again, against Clemson, it's tough. But again, you look at that line and what happened and how much he was on the run, and I know everyone wants to get mad at him for throwing that interception on that one play because we just got that interception and we could have been in the game. But uh, another quarterback or a lesser quarterback in that position could have made a lot more mistakes than he did.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A lot more interceptions, a lot more – who knows? Who knows? It's. I mean, you know – Even with the escapability. Playing,
3: there was a lot of times where I was like, okay – he got out of there. He's staying calm, like
2: yeah, so, he's, I mean, he's at, at least it, he's a poised got player, that. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I want to. I'd love to see that with him in there and just standing in the pocket and confident and having faith in his offense to see what he can do.
2: Yeah. So uh, at Mackey underscore sixty two, anyone have a number for run? Uh, anyone have a number for runs up the middle? What happened to Orange is the new fast? Did we get more yards from DBs or wide receivers? <laughs> oh, that's, boy. that's obviously sarcastic. Uh, does the ACC review questionable officiating calls? Just played our toughest game of the year. It'll get better. So I mean, I, I don't mind the snarks and sarcasm when you when you when oh, you top yeah, it off. yeah, that's the
3: it. immediate just reaction frustration stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. that's
2: great. Um, so yeah, the offense, Joe. You know that fast-paced offense. Did you feel like it slowed down? Was it slowed down on purpose? I mean,
3: if it's not working, you, yeah. there's no reason to go fast,
2: right? Exactly. Especially
3: when you're playing against Clemson, you're just what are you? You're, you're rushing your you, You're just you're just you're 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 rushed, You're rushing to, to, to give Clemson the, ball the ball back. Again. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. So and like Dino, if you listen to the whole press conference, Dino kind of he touches on that in a different aspect. Is everything is situational. And he talks about why he went for those field goals in the first half because look, it's the first half. You're just trying to put points up, you're keeping it close. Who knows at the end of the day, it could have been one of those field goals that won it. Right.
3: So I mean we you don't can't get even desperate figure it, we, we can't, the can't even half. figure out our offense line calls using the full thirty five <laughs> seconds. So why are we gonna rush <laughs> the exactly. line any faster? So I mean, at the end of the day, though, obviously our, our competition has stepped up, stepped up and now we play Clemson. I mean, you gotta give your hat to Clemson and then in that quarter, or the defensive coordinator there, um, Venable, uh, they they hid their blitzes very, very well. And I think he knew that there is still a lack of um good communication on that line. And I mean, that's what you saw replay after replay when you saw you know just those guys coming in, not getting blocked. That's just that, that's just him fooling the offensive line. And he's got the players and the coaching ability to do that very, very well. So, um, when you got future NFL players out there and they are know how to basically save their blitz and you don't know where they're going until the end or, you know, right when he's about to, when the ball snapped, you know, when I mean, you see it with us, when we, when we blitz, a lot of times they'll kind of, uh, tip it off somehow, or, you'll, you know, we'll see some guys tip it off to try to get a little bit closer to this Clemson didn't do that. They were very good with their schemes and, um, I really, really think that after a tape and after going through that as 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 a player, I think that's gonna be a huge, huge learning. Like hopefully this is the game that, you know, the offensive lineman gets in there and they see the tape and it just clicks well, and it's probably gonna be their toughest match. Exactly. Anyway. That's what I was just so, gonna say.
2: This is it 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 I mean, not that it gets easy at all, but it gets easier after this and to hone in the skill like Baber said week four to six, something like that. Then we got to buy, you know, you get that extra practice in without having to play a game. And then right. you come back we're playing, uh, we're playing a primetime game uh, against NC state, but he expects, you know, his, time, yeah. his timelines right around then when, yeah. when everything's settling in. So uh,
3: well, last year, that's what happened last year. We hit a point in the season where as fans and I think as coaches, they kind of knew what the team was. They knew yeah. you knew what you were going to get. And there was a point where we were confident in what we were going to get. And I just don't think this is not like the end product of this season. There's a lot of changes and a lot of things that, yeah. you know,
2: yeah. they got to the figure out a part brand of the new season. It's, this was but the t- two toughest games possibly on oh, the these schedule.
3: First, these first three games, depending on, it was just, it was going to show us where, where we were after what we lost last year. And now – it's building upon that and getting into the next half of our season and or part of our season, I should say, because the next two games are basically figuring out what we've learned the last three games and our toughest opponent and now fixing it, implementing it, going, you know, to the dome and, and winning these games in a, in a good fashion and getting back to three and two and getting faith back in the, uh, the community and the fans before we go on to the rest of the ACC play. And then from there, the sky's the limit as far as finishing off. I mean, Right. Just got to hope that's what it is. But at some point, the excuses got to go or it's going to be time to just say that this team is what it is. And I don't think we're there yet. Well, I think but...
2: I think it was a little overhyped. I think it was a little overhyped. I think I think. Oh, yes.
3: Th- yeah. think? I think we all know <laughs> now. I think we knew after Liberty. Well, the uh, sad thing is, is that they can all get their crap together and we can still go and yeah, – I it's mean, fine. I know that people don't think it's, about it, but you could still go 10-2 and 2 and everyone would be like, see, I told you. People y- now y- today y- that are like, yeah. oh, man, for yeah. six 6-6, 7-5. Six, and yeah. And yeah. yeah. You know? And they're like – End of the year, you go 10-2 and 2 and they're like, I called it. Yeah, like, the so sky's falling. So that's just falling. the ebbs and flows of yeah. college football and being a fan.
2: Yeah, the sky's falling right now. We know. Mm-hmm. We know. And mm-hmm. it's coming down fast. Timothy on Facebook says, missed opportunities to score touchdowns when we're in the red zone, especially after the IM. Major issue overall, not protecting DeVito. Um, I, I picked that, obviously, as a, as a comment before we really delved into it. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I think we, we've uh, beaten a dead, dead horse. Dead. We're, yeah. we're beating a dead horse if we talk about it anymore. Alex says, scoring 50 points total uh, through the first three weeks isn't going to cut it. Best player was the punter. He had 470 yards punting. <laughs> 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 second only to Trevor Lawrence in yardage. Uh, uh. Di- did well on uh, their um did well on the running back con- contained him a little bit. Yeah, uh they did. It's, I think Travis Etienne had like 74 yards rushing I mean last year he like 200.
0: Yeah.
3: So yeah, by far his by, for, his but, worst game against us.
2: Yeah, for a guy who averages uh 9.2 on the year and 7 overall for his career uh, absolutely uh yeah yeah i'm happy with that that's okay but you know when you He's stop still one thing, over five. when you plug one hole man <laughs> yeah i know it, it is what it is but you plug one hole man and you gotta you got you know you only got two hands to plug holes and yeah it's just you know, eventually water's coming in so
3: well yeah and the problem is is that clemson like you said gets all these recruits and they just reload so even when to be banged up atn or he wasn't running that good they just brought their other guys in and I don't think he ATN was their leading rusher with seventy six, but they still had like oh, over two hundred twenty. But they still had over two hundred and twenty rushing yards as a team, so
2: Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, yeah, we got crushed in the yardage category. But that's it. Hey, we're gonna take some Hey,
3: yeah, hi before you get out of it too, and give some kudos to uh to Sabo for that pick. It was a nice little pick, you know.
2: Y- yeah. Um, thank you, thank all, you All the photos, all photo cred should be given, obviously uh, So, yeah. the flag picture was taken from the stands from uh, a, a buddy of Joe's So, I think
3: we Yeah, I appreciate it I was texting back and forth with him throughout the tailgate and the game and stuff like that, so
2: Yeah, um, so anyway, uh, we will, uh, we're going to take some calls And so, how this works is the number is 315-314-3112 like I said, we will try to keep it consistent and do it at the end of every game. So Joe got a wild hair up his butt at the end of the game <laughs> last night. And I was caught a little off guard. He was fired up, man. He was fired up. I was caught a little off guard. I was enjoying some adult beverages. and so, oh, me too. If you notice, I mean, I apologize. I'm just giving you... <laughs>
3: A heads up, we did our best. Just giving it you a was... heads
2: up. This was at midnight. It was almost directly after the game. Was it midnight, dude? We didn't 1130? stop. Eleven thirty. It was twelve thirty when I shut when I shut this thing down. Mm. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was the so, tough game, man. Anyways, there was a lot these... of hype going to that, man.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. So these are these are the pre-recorded fan reactions uh, after we open the phone lines after the game. Again, we want to make this a thing, and. Only it can only be a thing if you guys participate. So we really yeah. appreciate everybody who did participate, but we want all the voices. We want all the voices. We don't always want it to have to be the same people. And I love you all. I want you all to be on in the Q's Militia podcast, the fan's voice. And so we want to kind of make post games for football and basketball into this thing. So, yeah. uh,
3: and like these are a lot of these are conversations too. I mean, don't get yeah, intimidated be- if you just want to call and ask a question or just. Say hi, whatever. It doesn't matter to yeah, us. But yeah. these I mean, people, if, you know, they called right after the game, and they were ready to talk about Yeah, talk about this.
6: And so, um,
2: and, uh, so here it is. Cuse Militia Podcast. You're on with Sean and Joe. What's your name and location?
6: My name is Adam from Syracuse.
2: Adam, what's up, man? What did you think of the game? Uh, you're from Syracuse. Were you at the game?
6: I was at the game. The uh, Nice. The crowd was great. I mean, the energy was great. The crowd was great. They definitely showed out. Jerseys definitely showed out tonight. Um, defense played great. I'm just offensively the play calling is a little confusing. Um, obviously Taj Harris drop on first the first drive right there was pretty big. Um but yeah, the play calling was a little confusing. Bo Neal seemed to have it going. They went to Adams and it seemed to be very you know, very between the tackles and I was a little confused by what was going on with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, I felt like uh, when they started to do stuff out of the backfield, it was it started to really um, they started to really move the ball. But I mean, the play calling, Joe, I was a little. We we talked about this at the half. I mean, I was confused yeah. by it too, right?
3: It was off and on. It was off and on. Yeah. And like Adam said, defense showed up and offense has to take advantage of that, and they did. That was the biggest thing. I mean, Taj Harris dropping that ball, yeah. You want to come out. And you want to score first. You want to kind of punch them in the mouth, and they turned around and punched us in the mouth after that. And I think we won the second quarter, and I think we had some momentum going into the half. Then we got that interception, and then boom, Devito throws an interception. We got to be able to score off that.
2: Yeah, I mean, two got times, to be able to score off that. two times bringing the ball in the red zone off of interceptions, and z- like zero points.
3: Yeah, yeah, and like what Adam said, they had the running game going, and then they stopped for some reason. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and the crowd was into that running game too. Mo I mean, everyone was into that,
6: and it was pounding pretty well. And then you know you call that fade route, you know, on the end zone. I mean, our receivers are pretty unproven. That that fade route right there, when you've been running the ball pretty well, and. You know, Devito definitely needs to run the ball a little bit more. He had some chances to pull the ball on those RPOs, and he really didn't, and left his running backs out to dry on that. And uh, I think he, he's just got to step up a little bit more. I know he's young, we're replacing two offensive tackles, but he's got to. His decision making's definitely got to be better going forward.
3: I mean, Adam. So being at the game, did you tailgate? Did, did you hang out for a little um, while before the game?
6: We got there a little late, but the crowd was definitely packed. We got into the Dome uh, probably about a half an hour before uh, before kickoff, and actually the crowd there was pretty fantastic beforehand, and uh, everyone was definitely enjoying the festivities beforehand.
3: Yeah. Have you ever seen a football crowd like that?
6: No, and I've been up there for, you know, I was yeah. at the game where Dwight Free threw Vic around like a rag doll. I was, around, I was there <laughs> for the Miami Hurricane blowout. And I had never seen a crowd like that. The announced crowd was fifty thousand, so they said it was right. the third largest crowd uh, in
3: uh, Carrier Dome Mystery. So,
2: well, it's pretty awesome, man. At least you were yeah. a part of that. And they—they were loud. They were so loud.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, you could hear it on TV for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, so that, that was.
2: You
6: know, that's one thing you wonder being at the game too—how loud it's translating on TV. And uh you know, I just hope the crowd was showing out like that. So.
3: They were
2: showing out, but they left before the fourth quarter started. So.
6: <laughs> and that I mean, is true. It's one of those situations where where you can see the team. You know, you're you're not producing. There's one of those things where if you're moving the ball and you're going to show some glimpse, it was still right there. I mean, it was a it was a three score game heading into the fourth quarter, so it was still right there. But to, to you know to not really show any productivity beforehand, you know, you yeah, you, it, it sucks that those fans left early, but it
3: was yeah, I season. mean, when 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 was about the time when you saw people start filing out and they kind of thought um, it was over.
6: Late third quarter, um, definitely after the back-to-back interceptions, you start to see a few people file uh, file out. But after that, you know, we got that quick pick, and then Devito threw that ball to the corner that fell down that he didn't apparently see come back up. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, fell. He, people yeah. felt filtered out there, and then uh, early early
3: fourth quarter, yeah. And,
2: yeah, and, and, and you know, Dude, we all had a couple
3: chances there, man.
2: We had a couple chances, and here's the thing: all Devito has to do is throw that ball into the stands, and you live to play another down. And yeah, why does it have to you, be so close? I don't understand. Yeah, we saw that a
3: lot against Liberty, too.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. And Maryland. He had an interception against Maryland. is yeah, kind of that was, similar. I
2: mean, it, it was similar. It was very similar. Very, very similar. But this time, the 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 cornerback, he, he actually <laughs> fell down and got back up and caught that ball.
3: Yeah. And I think that's what he saw. But even after that, if you look behind that in the instant replay, and I know, Adam, you probably didn't see this scene live, but... There was n- probably the guy behind him would have had the interception. So I mean, it was just a bad throw overall. Just
2: throw it um, out, throw it into the damn stands.
3: Throw it I
4: into mean, the stands, bro. yeah,
3: yeah that's going to be exactly. the question. Yeah, why can't you throw the ball? I out? hear you, Mike. Gosh. Yeah, I know, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But
6: hopefully, you know, better things going forward. You know, one and two right now, but you know, if you finish eight and four down the stretch, you know, Mer- you know, Louisville and Florida State, really the only teams would you know roster wise that should beat you roster wise. You never know how this team can
3: finish out. Offensive line needs work Q's too. Q's Militia
6: so.
2: Podcast. This is Sean yeah. and Joe. You're on with us. State your name and location. Boys. What's up? You
0: guys there?
2: Yeah, it we're is here. The
0: Syracuse Water Boy. Often located. What's up? Q's
2: Water oh. Boy in the house, bro. Look. What? First let's of go. all.
0: For, <laughs> let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Dude. Well, sorry, guys. My voice is a little shot. Uh, you I, know, I had a. Cut a little bit of a promo in front of
2: 50,000 fans. <laughs> oh, dude, you're the man. Look, you're one of my favorite followers on Twitter, at Waterboy. And, look, you were up there. You were giving them hell. I mean, what did yep. you see? The, the crowd was great tonight, right? Bet.
0: The crowd was good. The student section needs to up their game. Those those useless kids, still sick of them in <laughs> their new ozone. Oh, my God, dude. Like, bring some energy. Bring some noise. Don't leave around halftime, but... This in the world goes to the defense tonight. Those dudes after getting boat raced last week played with heart and soul, like kept us in the game, crushed it. Just the offensive line, my god, man. No time for DeVito, no time for the running game, just brutal. Like I'm so proud of this team, but it just, you know, you're not going to you're not going to be Clemson by not scoring a touchdown. It's Just not going to happen.
2: And I mean, they had yeah, the opportunities, absolutely. right, bro? Right, Tony? I mean, they, they, they had the opportunities, right? They were right there.
0: Oh, yeah. The, you, the two turnovers. Uh, I'm, oh, my God, man. The interception! they <laughs> couldn't run it back for a score. Like, getting tackled the three, just brutal. Like, we couldn't do anything on offense. Like, they yeah. played with our heart and soul, man. But just, we got to fix that line. We got to fix those issues. Dude,
3: That's what it I is. say
0: this all the time. Accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. DeVito is not Dungy. He can't run around. He can't create. We need to give him time to get through his progressions and his reads, so he can throw the ball. He's got a great arm, but he's not Dungy, man. Like we have to give him the time.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah. total. It's a <laughs> totally different feel, right, Joe?
0: Dude, yeah, and there's yeah, and there's a couple plays
3: there where you see it, and it's like, considering the line, this guy's playing really, really good. I mean, I would love to see this guy if he actually had time, like Dungy did last year. I mean. It's kind of crazy. It really, really is. And I know you really didn't get to see it because you don't get to see the the replays, man. But, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes he looks bad when you're looking at him live. But when you look at the replay and you look at the line, and it's like some of these plays he makes, it's ridiculous that he even gets there. So, I mean... Kudos to him and the defense. They made the plays, like you said, the interceptions. It was almost like the best chance. You're not going to beat the number one team in the country when your best chance of scoring a touchdown is a pick six off a of defense. And
0: yeah, no, it's you know, and we had the opportunities. Like if you're going to beat yeah. the number one team, like you said, you got you you have the bullets in the chamber. You got to take your shot and make it. And we just didn't.
4: Yeah. You can help, they, help them.
0: And I swear to God, if someone looks to the score forty-one <laughs> to six and like, oh God, we gave up forty-one points. Defense is terrible. Like, get the hell out of here, man. Like defense played a heart and soul. They left everything on that field. They just they got gassed.
3: Too many plays, man. Too many plays. And they did everything they could to set that offense up. I mean, four red zone opportunities and six points. Uh that's not gonna do it against the number one team. And Clemson made enough. They made enough mistakes for us to win.
2: Yes. And we didn't
3: we didn't take advantage of it. And we didn't take advantage of it. When you play the number one team, you have to be perfect. And they weren't and they made enough mistakes for us to win and we did not take advantage. And the crowd was there. Yeah. And and then it's just one of those things where I I think a lot of people probably didn't think that we had it in there. And I think, Tony, like what you said, like at some point the defense has done so much and been out there so long that You know, and they know they're not gonna win to where, you know, like you said, you see forty one to six, but it was a lot closer than what Score says.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you know, I always try to look at the positive and everything. Fifty thousand people came out, the dome was rocking, a good time, amazing tailgates. I'll tell you guys a quick fun personal story. I got to tailgate with Sean Riley's father and with the Cuse Yourself group. One of the funniest guys, most awesome, (sighs) genuine people I've ever met in my life. Talking about his son, he's like, "Yo, man, he's like, when I'm out there and my kid, he does a great play, scores a touchdown. That's my boy. I'm proud of your son. Go get him, yo. When he screws up, yo, I don't know that kid. I have no idea who that is. Never <laughs> seen him before in my life. Just <laughs> the most stand-up, genuine dude, man. Like, I, I love it. Just good people, good times. I mean, regroup. Awesome. We'll get back next week. I'm gonna hit up Burned Air, get some ice cream, and eat my feelings. But love you guys as always. You know, Absolutely, we'll, bro. We'll keep at it, and we'll get back to it next week.
2: At Q's Waterboy on Twitter. Thanks, Tony, dude. We appreciate it, dude. You're one of my favorites, bro. I love you. You take care, and when and when we come home for a home game, uh, you will know. And we will get up.
0: Oh, we'll get together. Absolutely. Love you, boys. All right, buddy. Yes, sir. Take care, man. Have a good one, guys.
2: Later. Welcome to the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. State your name and location.
7: Hey, boys. It's Joe Passick calling you from Charlotte, North Carolina.
2: Oh, you sound tired, Joe.
7: Yeah. I'm a little (laughs) deflated
3: after that game. I like the orange D. Well,
2: (laughs) all right. Look. So here's the deal. I mean, we had our shots we had uh, we had the field position, and uh, we kind mm-hmm. of blew it, or what?
7: God, I texted Joe this earlier that I love Tommy and his footwork. He looks great. But when he gets outside the pocket, he's got to get rid of the football. Well,
2: he's always outside the pocket. That's the problem.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's got to throw the ball away. Throw it in, into the stands, out of the stadium. I don't care where he throws it. As long as he throws it to somebody other than the other team, don't take the
4: sack.
2: Yeah, as long as it's <laughs> all he's doing. farther than the line of scrimmage and above everybody's head, we should be good. Exactly. He's he's trying to make these throws that,
7: you know, it's like he's mm-hmm. looking for the perfect throw because he knows he's got the arm strength. But, he, you know, he's he's holding on to the ball way too long. Against a team like Clemson, you're going to pay the price for that you're not gonna be able to yeah. outrun those uh linebackers and DNs all night long. It's just not gonna happen. But yeah, but like you said, the the offense just didn't do anything tonight. It was Swiss cheese oh, and it was brutal. You know, eight eight sacks and he got hit a couple more times and you know, like you said, he's running around. It was just—it was was a disaster on offense. How about four red zone uh, trips, two field goals? Come on, you got—you got to punch the ball in at least one of those times.
2: How about uh, Devito's poise, though, as he was getting clobbered, uh, play after play after play, having to roll out the pocket, play after play after play. You never Mm -hmm. saw him get frustrated. He kept his poise, and it's just the matter of you know. Kind of the offensive line struggles, I think that's what it comes down to. But
3: yeah, as as far as it could be way worse, way worse. I mean, let's think about it. It could always be worse. The little mistakes that he makes is like throwing the ball away. Like, you see some of the things that he escaped tonight and some of the plays that he did make. I mean, you can see. You can see potential, and you saw what he yeah, did yeah. last year with the offensive line that Dungy played with in the games right. that he played. And you know, and
7: well, right. That's well. That's what I was telling you earlier, Joe. His footwork is great, and be able to like step up in the pocket and slide to the left or the right and avoid the mm-hmm. rush. But right. you know, there's only so long that you can avoid that rush. Right. And, you know, like like we said, the the O line was Swiss cheese tonight. We couldn't get the run game going. And then we blew it in the, in the red zone. And the, the mistakes that Tommy made, the interception, and you know things like that, they capitalized on. Yep. We oh, yeah We didn't capitalize on anything. That, you know, the because the defense yeah, did not play no, poorly. The the, no, the no, final no, no. score is going to look awful. Yeah. But the final score is not anywhere near as bad as, you know, the this is the disparity that the game actually was.
3: Oh yeah. We just talked about that with the last guest that we had, yeah. and, and I said the same thing, and it was it was like. They made enough mistakes, and we we capitalized mm-hmm. as far as the defense to actually win that game. But right as far as an offense goes, you have to be. I mean, four trips in the red zone, six points. That's not going to do yeah. it. That's not going to no. do it.
7: No, and and Herb Street even said it on the broadcast that they called that play action one play too late. Yep. If they called that on second down. Tommy walks in. Oh the
2: yeah, yep. yeah. Absolutely right. and But they ran the ball four times in that series, too, in first and goal. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, and, why don't you throw at least one of those? I, I mean, some of the yeah. play calling was questionable, and that that series in mm-hmm. particular was probably the most frustrating, I think, because you're yeah. right there.
7: and Right. And, you know, I mean, you saw the only times that they were able to move the ball down the field was short throws, get the ball out quick,
2: out of the backfield.
7: Passes. Yep. yeah, passes. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. And well, I mean, I did like that. It,
7: especially down in the red zone.
3: Right. And I don't understand that because you you finished the half. That was the – You go down and score a touchdown with Mo Neal out of the backfield, and you start the half with Abdul Adams in there, and you really don't do mm-hmm. too much. I think you started out with two passes in a row, and it was just – you know, sometimes the play calling to me just doesn't really make too much sense. But at the end of the day – you have to see the silver lining and just hope that they can just get it done.
2: I don't know if um, there's a ton yeah. of silver lining in this game, though. To be honest with you. Well, like, I
3: mean, it's Clemson. Really it's number one. So I mean, I, I, mean, I get
2: little... it, but what's the silver lining, Joe? Give me the silver lining.
3: Oh, well, the silver lining is that this guy's can only get better. All it comes down to is continuity. <laughs> but,
2: I can say I can say that every game you, could only you get only get better.
3: We're not gonna play. We're not good. gonna play a team. As good as Clemson all year. Have I you understand. seen the ACC talent? Did you see these losses yeah, the past stink. couple of days? I mean, they can we stink. talk about this? Hey,
7: I got you Want to like, you're talking silver linings. I'll give you the opposite of a silver lining. Temple beat Maryland today. That doesn't make sure. Yeah, yeah better. That, better that, that, you're, you're right.
2: You know what? No one wants to be ranked 21st right now either. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know, I feel bad for
3: whoever's there next week.
2: Because <laughs> it ain't going to be Maryland. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nope, no. that's like my temple. Yeah, right. My
3: silver lining is you have two more non-conference winnable, very winnable games. Should be winnable games.
4: Holy should Cross. Be W's. I help. I hope so.
3: It's so. It's Western Michigan, then Holy Cross. Yeah, and then it's a bye oh. game. It's a bye week, and then it's at NC State on a Thursday night.
2: So that's, that's your game right there. Right, exactly, exactly. And they, they, the- they need a bounce
7: back, and I think Western Michigan. Fingers crossed is just the, what the doctor ordered. Yep. So, you know, I mean, I hope that everything turns around. And and like I said, there's there's they show some promise. Tommy looks looks good. Um, yeah. And the defense actually like like we were saying earlier, the defense actually played well. They made a couple of bad plays, and against a team like Clemson, you're going to pay for that kind of stuff.
2: Joe P. Thanks, bro. Yo, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate, I appreciate we We appreciate everything. and I know Thank Joe you time. No. oh yeah. No, I you, appreciate you,
7: you guys and, you know, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. And, you know, hopefully I see you at the Duke game, Sean. Joe, I know I'll see you there. But.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, boys. You take all care. Later, all Joe. Right. Good evening. So that is your immediate fan reaction after the show. And we <laughs> appreciate everybody, everybody calling in. And, yeah. um, uh, and look, Eccuse Waterboy on Twitter. I was waiting for that one. I was waiting for it. Yep. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I'm It so was a glad. pleasant surprise. Yes, I was surprised. And uh and you know, he's a he's a character. He's a character. Yeah.
3: Well, I so. like it. Oh. i it was some good conversation. Um and yeah. uh I know you shortened it a little bit, so I had to I shorten know there were some all, parts I sh- we had to edit, definitely. I shortened
2: every single one of those conversations is shorted a little bit by minutes and, I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure there reason. was some slurring of the words or some swearing and some stuff that we had
2: to <laughs> for had good to... reason i'll just say that okay yes for very good so, reason. so i wasn't expecting it it was a pleasant surprise that joe was even up for it i usually have to twist his freaking arm to do this type of stuff so um hey man i mean like it, worked, I said, it was... worked out i want to do it all the time i think it's great um i, I hope yeah. that you all enjoy it and we want to get you on to everybody who I responded to today on Facebook and Twitter about about getting on. Just um, yep. y'all know the deal, man. Just call in. Just we're, it, that's all it is. It's all it's calling in. And if you say something uh, stupid or <laughs> or whatever, you know, hey, we got the edit machine. So anyway,
3: um, dude, hey. Fan, Orange I, fans, the sky is not falling.
2: The, the sky is not the falling.
3: The sky is not falling. We're, good to, go. we're a, good to go. This was probably expected and probably overdue considering what happened the last two years with Clemson matchups. matchup. So, I just um, I just
2: think that we all, including me, I, I'm just going to say, you know, I, we just wanted it close, right, Joe? So when you get started. Yeah,
3: well, yeah well, we were there, though. And then the opportunity was there, and we know that our deficiencies are on offense, and. um that's what happened. We got in those situations and our offense, they, they, they're not ready against that type of team to step up to the plate and make, and, you know, answer those calls. But, um, that doesn't mean that they can't be by the end of the year, maybe not to the Clemson level, but like we talked about, that's college football playoffs level. Like we weren't there. And yeah. we played Clemson close the last two years, but we not had to knock out the starting quarterbacks to do it. So we finally got to see what it was like to go against the starting quarterback for Clemson for a full game. And, um, he's probably going to be a future number 1 draft pick and they just reload and reload. So um we realistically, I mean percentage-wise, we weren't going to make the college football playoff. We weren't no. going to beat Clemson and go to the ACC Championship game. I mean that's we're just not there yet. But compared to the other I mean you but, look I mean, at that goals. Was a possibility. You look at goals. But. We can still make the Orange Bowl. Clemson goes to college football playoff. Second best team,
2: yeah, in the, still make the, and the
3: ACC yeah. goes to the Orange Bowl, and if anybody's been watching, every other team but Clemson in the ACC, I mean, they're up and down. They don't look too great. UVA, so
2: UVA's got three wins. Um,
3: so I mean, Virginia, yes. I mean, Virginia is the, the 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 leader over there, but I mean, you know, there's a lot of other people. So at the end of the day, but we we picked. Um, I mean,
2: we we assumed it was a Virginia, Clemson ACC championship.
3: No right oh right and and at the end of the day i think us is like where we know we're at right now as it's as a school we're not you we don't have the depth like clemson so we're we've always we're, we're shooting for number two you know you don't want to be behind clemson every single time but you got to get to right behind them you know and if we can make it to where we're right there every single year then maybe we can get somewhere but um that's that goal is still there. We could, the goal of winning 10, 10, games matching last year. I mean, we could still do that. Um, but right now we're not a finished product and there's a lot of, you know, how coach Babers like to say, there's a lot of meat left in a bone out in that, that game. And, and, but you can see, you can see the effort. You can see the talent. It's just, they got to put it all together. And like I said earlier, um, they're not where they're going to be as far as end product. They're still growing, uh, and, Someday it's not gonna be able to be an excuse for the O line and DeVito and all these other things, but right now that, that's just it is what it is and um we just gotta do what we have to do the next two games and get back to where you know get this train trained back right.
2: That's right. So anyway, didn't get to hear the be speaking of which we didn't get to hear the the uh, dome horn, which is uh, mm. something I miss the sound of. And I didn't even think about that until you said write the train on the track. So, anyway, uh, hey, yeah. we're done wasting your time. I think we're starting to get to the rambling stage. But, sorry, yeah. Joe. I'm <laughs> just playing. No, you're good. <laughs> I appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you to Bluetooth. Thank you to my bookie. Thank you to um, Joe P. Thank you to Adam. Thank you to uh, at Q's Waterboy. Thank you to... All of you who responded on Facebook and Twitter, we love you guys, man. We appreciate it. Enough can't be said. We'd be nothing without the Q's militia. You guys are the Q's militia. You know it. So for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out.
0: Thanks for listening to the Q's militia podcast, the fans' voice with Sean and Joe.
4: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
5: The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
8: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't
4: get any better than this.
8: Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
5: every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But You'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
8: Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure